Hello and welcome to Remember God Loves You and I'll meet you at the finish line. You know, have you been at the pump lately? I sure have and I'm sure, well I hope you guys have because uh, I know I'm not fortunate to have a Tesla. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm a strong proponent of not buying Teslas or buying any electric vehicle because of certain things that have been coming out with certain recalls, with everything else. And I should, I want to clarify, I'm going to take this episode and clarify on what's really going on and how you should not be fooled by the lowering gas prices. And you know why the gas prices are being lowered immediately? Um, because you, the midterms is around the corner and that's why it's being lowered. But I can but I can guarantee you after the midterms, it depends on which side it tilts to, it will go back up regardless. It will skyrocket. So with this in mind, let's dive right on in. I think it's important that we look at 2020 um, in the 2020. We look at it and we figure out what the starting price was. Okay, Back in 2020, the gas prices was about... I'm guessing your vehicles are E85 or E86. So 2020, we had the gas prices as the November neared as $2.20 a gallon. Man, I would have loved those gas prices, especially just going in and just buying and because President Trump lowered the gas prices. But now we look at uh, in December... Gas prices went up. Gas prices went up to two twenty eight a gallon. What well, just stole a little bit better right before President Trump took office, or Joe, before President Joe Biden took office. I'm sorry about that. Don't want to get you guys upset or anything, but you know we look at the problem here is that you know what the easy solution was that President Trump figured out was we had to we were no longer dependent on other countries. How to me that's like a very easy solution. If you want to make the American people happy, if you want to bring more more money in their pockets, you would want to lower the gas prices. And you want to realize saying, hey, you know what? We can't go all green or all like whatever it's called, uh, environmental friendly. Now, I'm environmental friendly, but there's a there's a, such a thing as being slowly transitioning into it. And there's a, such a thing as being pushed right into your face. And what we're seeing as the Biden administration, they're forcing it upon us, whether we like it or not, whether you like whether they said that, well, sometimes you have to they're like, well, why can't you just sell your vehicle and get an electric vehicle, a.k.a. what California is doing? As a matter of fact, did you know that in 2035, California, you will no longer be allowed to buy a gas-powered vehicle in California in 2035, that you have to buy a Tesla and you have to buy an electric vehicle? Well, a lot of people don't really realize that to make electric vehicles, you know what it takes? Oil. To make energy, to make any of your things, you know what it requires? Oil. All right, anyone that has taken mathematics, anyone that has taken some more production class or knows any comp- co- uh, coherency, they know that it takes oil. Everything in our life takes oil, we'll, whether we like it or not. Sometimes you have to take vegetable oil. Sometimes we have to do all this stuff, but it takes oil. The plastic that we use, it requires oil, some kind of oil. 
America is America has plenty of oil in our history. We have plenty of oil to we're sitting on enrichment of oil. And we look at one thing that just blows my mind, okay, in twenty in January of twenty twenty one, we jump all the way up to well, we dipped down for a little bit. In January 2021, we averaged 240. But then in February, uh, I hate to say it, but in February, <laughs> man, you can kiss those gas prices goodbye in February. Uh, you're no, We will no longer probably see gas prices like as low as they used to be. Because I look back on February of, uh, t- actually, no, I look back in February of 20... Uh, of 2000, actually, when the world was supposed to end and the gas prices was at $1.41. Man, I love those days. Anyway, I was probably only a toddler. If I were a family, I would have loved those days. And back in 1999, February, it was 96 cents. Imagine paying 96 cents for a gallon. How awesome. How much money you would have to, you know, um, have, for, have for your kids. You know, to so you can pay for their education. So we also look at uh, so then it hit three dollars in the month of May. Well, we can say month of uh April. Some places will give month of April, where the normal average was two dollars and ninety four cents. But we know that it will averaged easily three dollars in some parts, and so we'll say it averaged at least three flat. That will be the at least I never expected to go up five dollars. I mean, in my mind. You know, that's when in February, uh, Joe Biden cut the Keystone Pipeline. And in 2021, he cut the Keystone Pipeline to say, hey, you know what? we You guys are producing enough oil. Because you see, I want to give you guys a clear picture. Who's ever making, Joe Biden is not making decisions by himself. I definitely can tell you that. Joe Biden is playing politics with oil. He's playing politics rather than putting Americans first. You know, he's saying that, you know what, it's everybody else's fault except him. You know, we look at, we look actually at February of this year and they shot way up. It almost actually doubled in price uh, because as it was at $4.32. And a matter of fact, in month of April, it actually went up to $4.89 a gallon. And then uh, month of actually May, June, actually month of May, it went up to 5 and the whole thing that I have a problem with is that he's saying, well, the gas prices is uh, Ukraine's fault. It's because of Putin's gas prices. Like Putin's gas price, Putin's gas price, and all that whole gas price issue. I mean, to me, that just blows my mind. First of all, it wasn't Putin's gas prices. All right, so if you if you watch any of the fake media, okay, it was Joe Biden's gas price increase. It was him cutting off the Keystone Pipeline. It was him cutting off Line 5 and another major line. I think it was another major line pipe uh, oil line that goes through the uh, Mississippi and because they had the major shortage in Mississippi and Tennessee. It is his uh, whatever uh, corrupt imbeciles that are uh, controlling this and trying to get us un- forced into electric vehicles. It's because of the Obama administration. It's because of, um, like, let's see, Bill Gates. It's because of all these one world agenda uh, fanatics. Okay, they are trying to force us to buy electric vehicles, and they and they had a plan. Okay, 
If you ever paid attention to Agenda 2030, we are um, going right along with it. And the Biden administration, they, you know, he's saying that, well, I will care about the people. I am all for you guys. We got to bring money back to No, we've had a gas increase. We had taxes taken out and stuff. So let's continue on with the gas increase. You know, I, once again, never in my life would I have ever expected gas prices to hit $5. It's actually 5.36 a gallon in uh, Anago, Wisconsin of last, actually of this year, actually in, in the summer. All right. And it's interesting because all the gas. So after the election, we see that the gas prices are just going way up, like astronomically way up. And now we see that in the month of September of this year, last month, the average gas price was three dollars and eighty one cents. And you know why they're doing that? Because this past week, the President Biden administration released over uh, 15, 10 to 15 million barrels of oil from the oil reserves. Now get this, the oil reserves, it was meant for a wartime situation. When America was in a time of war, it was meant for that purpose. It wasn't meant for it to play politics with. And a matter of fact, he went to Saudi Arabia because Saudi Arabia, uh, they stopped producing oil because now they're producing us to one, one, two, one to two million barrels of oil a day. That is nothing, actually. And here's another thing that I don't understand with um, Saudi Arabia. Why on earth would you go to our enemies and beg for oil? Why would you go to OPEC and say, oh, OPEC, oh, we need your oil. We need, we got to be dependent upon you. Well, we gave OPEC over $1.3 billion. And you know what OPEC is part of? Russia. So why are we fueling both sides of the war? I, I don't get that. You know, and for any of the media saying, oh, it's Putin's increase and stuff, it's all that. No, it's Biden. Biden is playing politics. His administration is playing politics. And a matter of fact, it's not his administration. It's the whole, it's the whole anarchist that hate America playing political party. It's our, it, you know, we don't, we have a country that hates this people, that hate this country. We have a political party in this country that hate, that hate America. They hate that we can produce our own things. They hate that we can produce our own food if we, we had to. They hate that we produce our own vehicles. Heavens forbid we create jobs in America. You know, heavens forbid we actually have somebody achieve the American dream without getting taxed up the wazoo. Heavens forbid we have somebody, we create our own manufacturing like made in America instead of made in Taiwan, made in China, made in North Korea, made in anywhere else. There is, I look at, I look through the stores and stuff. I rarely see made in America. That is so disappointing. And especially our oil, that's no longer made in America. As a matter of fact, we it takes more time and energy to refine that even more because their oil that we get overseas is not that good actually. Um, and I, the only reason I know that is because I talk to people that are in the oil industry, and they state that well, here's a problem: when you cut off the oil supply line, when you stop producing, I understand why the prices go up because we're no longer producing. Now we're at the helm of other countries that hate our guts. I mean, I don't get it. I don't get who is running this country. You know, if you truly are for the people, like President Trump was, and like other, you know, candidates are running for this, uh, this midterm and stuff, they care about the people. And they're realizing what's really going on. And the reason, now here's my perception, here's my prediction on why they're pushing, pushing us to electric vehicles. 
We look at an individual that needed a new Tesla battery. But what happened was the guy got locked in his Tesla vehicle until he purchased a $26,000 battery. We understand that batteries don't work, especially if you're in Wisconsin. We also understand that in order to actually get batteries, it requires more uh, natural resources. It requires more oil, again, heavens forbid, oil. Oh, it's bad for the environment. We got to stop drilling for the environment because of the oil. No. Once again, we rely everything on oil. So the guy was locked in his car until he got a brand new battery. Now, that's $26,000 down the drain. On top of that, probably $80,000 purchase he had to make, or actually $100,000 uh, purchase he had to make on a Tesla. Now, there's nothing wrong against Tesla. I don't have anything wrong with Tesla. But the amount that is being forced in our faces, the amount that we have to forcibly comply, it's like, for instance, when you're a little kid, you understand when you're a little kid, you're like, well, I don't want to eat green beans. But you know that the green beans are you know, going to make you strong and stuff. Or, you know, they're going to put you like some, make you like put hair on your chest per se. You're like, well, I don't want to eat green beans and stuff. And you have a choice whether to. And we should have a choice. But then what happens? Somebody forces you down. So, well, not forces. But then your parents, they kind of force you to eat the green beans. So then you have to eat it and stuff. You have to chew it. That's what's going on. That's what the government is doing. And it's not just one political party. It's both sides. You have both the Democratic Party, the Democratic Party, and the Republican Party playing politics on our tax dollars, are burning our tax dollars and giving money to overseas so we can uh, be happy with a five freaking dollars a gallon for gas. Okay, now what happened was the guy paid twenty six thousand dollars. Okay, he and now we're seeing another new problem where the batteries are just exploding. You know, they're catching on fire, especially if you're in the Florida region and you have um, understandable that like, you know, salt and battery don't mix. I don't know what the problem is. And, you know, it's also interesting, like the buses, like you can't make electric buses without having, uh, you know, some catch a fire and stuff because a school in Connecticut, actually. They purchased over seven electric buses. They had to pull all those seven back because one of the buses literally engulfed in flames. And when they were trying to put out the fire, it kept, it was like a, a, a ticking time bomb. You know, when they were trying to put out the fire, they couldn't because it was burning up everything around it. And it was literally melting and a firefighter actually was severely hurt in, um, d- during the process. In Florida, you're having batteries blown up all the time. And there's some, you know... Th- there's some areas where people are urging them not to buy electric vehicles. And especially, I don't know how people in California stay there with the incompetency of a leadership. With incompetency of thinking, oh, you got to stay electric. But you can, oh, you can get, you, you, we are forcing you to get electric, but you can't charge it. Because our power grid system isn't on there. I guess, you know, the good old windmills and good old uh, solar panel fuels aren't working enough. Because what do you do on a cloudy day? And there's a certain amount of wind where your windmills can take. There's a certain amount of wind where they have to stop. There's a threshold. And that is 35 miles an hour. If it exceeds more than 35 miles an hour, it it actually shuts down. There's a program that actually shuts it down because it's, it, you, you'll burn up the motor. So what uh, what is good on windmills? So let's put it, actually, let's put windmills 
in somewhere maybe on Mars where there's like no 35 mile an hour winds or actually on the moon, you know, where there's no 35 mile an hour winds. And actually, if you want the solar panel fields, actually, let's put that on the sun. That way we can really get electricity because there's a certain amount of uh, sun where like even at nighttime, it produces a lot. Like we don't get energy, especially if you're in the winter months, if you're in Alaska or if you're in Wisconsin and you're trying to buy solar fields like China is, you can't really, uh, you can't really, it doesn't produce enough electricity. Actually, it doesn't produce any electricity, actually. Um, so all those solar farm fields that are being bought out in Wisconsin, Ohio, Indiana, Iowa, and other Midwest states, it doesn't work. We saw the windmill ca- ca- catastrophic, because uh, are trying to look for that discombobble uh, in Texas of last year when they had the windmills freeze up and burn up. Wow, that looked really pro- proficient. That looked really green energy, huh? Yeah, this whole green energy garbage and this whole oil price, this this whole oil thing would have never been a problem if we would have just still produced, the, if we would have produced our own oil, if we would have kept the Keystone Pipeline open. And a matter of fact, did you know that the Keystone Pipeline actually comes from Canada? So now, since we don't have the Keystone Pipeline, we still get 10% of our oil from Canada, but we get it shipped from uh, crates and we get it trained. How how mon- moronic is that? You know, that produces, once again, that takes gas, that takes coal, that takes a lot of natural resources, when and it takes a lot of jobs out, actually. When I'm all for the Keystone Pipeline, you know, because I'm all for creating jobs. And what you're doing is when you're leaving, when you're giving people an opportunity to create jobs, you're allowing them to better them. You're allowing them to live the American dream. I just blows my mind. I, you know, I feel bad for the families that worked at the Keystone Pipeline. Then suddenly, on uh, after he took the oath and stuff, the first executive order he did was passed and stopped the Keystone Pipeline. So the next day, you were out of a job. I feel bad for those Keystone Pipeline workers because the majority of them, and some of them, did commit suicide because they lost all their livelihood. I feel bad for the families that they have to see this Nimrod uh, every single day. And I definitely can tell you, we are going to have high prices if you're going to vote uh, one way or the other. That's why you have to look into your candidates. Look at who they're being bought out by. You know, and they're thinking, oh, you know, uh, all these millionaires and all these people stating, I am happy I'm paying this much uh, gas for it. For instance, uh, Shannon Sharp. I'm happy I'm paying eight dollars a gallon for my Lombard, or for my Lamborghini. I'm happy that I paid a hundred dollars for a half a tank of gas if you're in California, or I'm happy to paying like a full tank of gas of eighty two dollars if you're in Wisconsin. Oh wow, that sounds really great, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. Anyone with a, some sort of brains understand if you listen to millionaires, they're they, they don't have comprehension. And half of those millionaires are out of touch, just like this administration is. Just like our political parties, both sides are. Because there is something, when you elect them, and they stay in too long, they lose touch. They lose reality. They lose what they really, who they're representing. And now they represent other countries that we have to bend our knees to. And now we're a laughing stock. It blows my mind. And I definitely can tell you, when we go through these reserves... And we will run out at a rate that we're going at because we got to play politics first. It's depressing. And now Biden's stating that, well, we got to, 
you got to say, you got to stop playing politics with the American people, with the oil companies, I should say, in America. Well, the company, oil companies can't really do much because it all depends on the, the, his own administration. He, see, the under, when, whenever things come out of his mouth, Joe Biden, whenever things come, when Joe Biden says something, he's normally wrong. You know, when he's stating that, you know what, we got lower gas prices, why don't you turn on the, part of my language, the, the damn valve for the Keystone Pipeline? Why don't you turn on and start turning on the switch for the oil fields? Why don't we start producing our oil? Why don't we lower drop prices? Why, if you really care for the people, then why don't we start looking out for each other? Why don't we stop playing politics that we actually, did you know that we impeached President Trump? For the thing that he didn't do, but now they're doing. They, the Democratic Party impeached President Trump for playing politics with other countries. That he, President Trump, wasn't doing at all. But if you look at it now, what are we doing? That's an impeachable offense. You can impeach Joe Biden for what he's doing to America. Because that is, comp that is compromising American interests. That is compromising America as a nation. And that's committing treason. So... They should write President Trump a big old apology letter, but they're not because they don't want to. They don't want to be proven wrong. You're never gonna see. You're never gonna see anyone accept the fact that they're wrong. You and do you, and another thing is, I have a question for you to think about. When you pay at the gas pump, do you think how? Do you really think that anyone like in the political field, like both the Republicans in the Senate, of course, in the Republican Senate? Um, that like it's very corrupt. We were talking about Mitt Romney corrupt and Liz Cheney corrupt and everybody else, uh, Marilowski and uh, Moscow Mitch, Mitch McConnell. Do you think that they really care for your interests? Do you think they really care about, oh man, I got to worry about the people in my hometown. I got to worry about people in my district that are paying $4 a gallon for, for gas. I got to worry about how are they going to pay, put bills, how are they going to put food on the table? They're too busy uh, using all their allowances on gas. I don't get that. It's just so sad to see. And we are in a sad state. And that's why I want to educate people on oil. The rise of oil and why don't be fooled when you're going to see the oil increase right after the election. If one political party wins completely again, you're going to see prices go up like you've never seen before. You're going to see America literally crumble. You're going to see people who are going to make or break. That's just absolutely heartbreaking. I would have never imagined this in my lifetime where we would be paying $5 a gallon for gas for for $5 a gallon um for gas. $5 per gallon. Now that but I was at Walmart today. I got about 20 or so items, uh, over $100.14. So it's not gas only. It's, it's, multiple, it's, a, it's a domino effect. We'll save that for another day for the inflation or per se the inflation and we got to say it's all Putin's fault. No. The gas prices, it's not Putin's fault. The gas prices went up the moment. They went up the moment that Joe Biden cut the Keystone Pipeline. They went up the moment that he said, you know what? We're going to depend on other countries because I owe them favors because they got me in the office. You know what? And not only that, but uh, Chuck Schumer. Oh, yeah, we got to keep shutting it. We got to push this environmental garbage so we can do insider trading. Don't be fooled. You know what those morons are doing. You know what? They're, they're playing politics. They're inside trading. So they're inside trading on green companies that, so they can make millions off of our, our 
off of our backs. They're investing in chip companies. They're investing in green energy companies so that they can get all paid. They can pay off their buddies and get rich and look at us as we're stupid. You know what? I don't know about you, but enough is enough. That's why on November 8th, vote for the right candidate. Don't be fooled and stand up and realize and wake up that what you're experiencing, you're, when you go to the voting booth, you had enough of the BS that's been going on. And you've been awakened. So I hope I didn't scare you guys. That was not my intention. But I feel like I should give you um, kind of a quick oil on why the oil prices, why the oil is increasing and why the increasing in price and why we refuse to, um, to produce our own oil because it'll create jobs and heavens forbid it will actually lower the prices. But we don't want to. We want to make the people suffer. That's what we want. You know what? I'm going to name this episode... Um, the certain political party like um one administration likes people suffering you know let's suffer with oil prices no so with this in mind i hope you guys have a blessed day and i'm sorry i'm a little bit agitated but i just want to have you guys awaken i want to have you guys realize what's really going on and don't be fooled may you guys have a blessed day and remember god loves you and i'll meet you at the finish line bye